You said I'm allowed to do my intro. Yeah. Okay. I'm not a dictator. <laughs> Hello and welcome to episode 37 of I'm Fine. It's a chat between myself, Damo, and a man so edgy you can't stand near cliffs as they get jealous. <laughs> Mark. That's a chat around the subjects of health, wealth, well-being, fitness, sport, and all the intricate threads of life's rich tapestry. We're all work in progress and this podcast is no exception. In short, it's a poke at our perfectly imperfect lives. And if we can make just one person feel like they're not alone in all this madness, then our work here is done. Now, if you haven't subscribed to us in your favourite podcasting app, then please do. And if you have a spare moment, then please do leave us a five-star rating and or review on Apple Podcasts. Just one rating or review is enough to give two fragile introverts something to cling on to (laughs) through these dark nights. All we want for our egos is to feel the warm embrace of your gratitude. The stars in the sky should be Apple Podcasts. (laughs) (laughs) It's really quite pathetic, isn't it, that we we want such things. And Um, we're persistent as well, aren't we? Yeah, got to be. Yeah. Consistency. Wear buggers down. My coach says uh, you've got to say things 64 times for them to sink in. Yeah. So, yeah, we're halfway there. <laughs> who, yeah. who said that? <laughs> what? Your real coach. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the one you listen to. Yeah, she's got a whistle. The proper coaches have whistles, don't they? Yeah. Black and, and white striped top. Yeah. So like um, American like, what? What's yeah, that? Is it American like baseball? NFL umpires. NFL, yeah. Happy New Year, Mark. Happy New Year. It's the it's a new day. <laughs> it's a new day. It's a new in dawn. a new year. We were just saying, weren't we? And I saw a I saw a tweet and I, you know, three more days to the end of the year. I cannot wait. It's the moment I've been looking forward to all year. You're like, what are you on about? Hmm. It's gonna be the same fucking shit next week. Yeah. Or, or as people are saying now. Well, uh, did you see it on <laughs> don't get me started. On Twitter, <laughs> the number the number seven was trending. Right, and when you looked into it, it was seven sleeps till Christmas, and people are going sleeps now. It's it's seven days. What's the sleeps till Santa comes? <laughs> yeah, was that new to you? The seven sleeps or the the counting the sleeps? That so many. It's America. There's so many grown people wanted to to put it on social media that. Oh yeah. That was a thing. This well, was, people are doing, you know, two more sleeps of this terrible year or whatever. You know, it's like... It's it ain't going to change. No, pretty much Monday's going to be pretty poo as well, isn't it? Mm, and mean. Tuesday. Yeah, yeah, Wednesday. Oof. I'm dreading Thursday. <laughs> Don't get me started on Friday. <laughs> There's the weekend. Oh, I hate God. the weekend. <laughs> now. Oh, then there's um, the next week. <laughs> you know, Monday. Right, we're going to pull you up. We're going to pull okay. you up. All right. Fofbok. Oh, yeah. I wasn't, and shoulders need to be down. Down, back and down. Okay, that feels yeah. nice, actually. It's like a mm. nice, nice stretch. Now, I have absolutely no idea what's going to go on in this podcast, and it's put the willies right up me. Right. I've made some notes, but I always make notes, but I listen back to the podcast, and that's all I've got. Um, but other than that, we're untethered from our moorings. Yeah. I'm going to change. To drift. I'm going to change one thing that I was going to do. Because I was going to be very... Oh, so we're going to have an we're going to have a running order, are we? No, no there's, oh. there's no running order. What I was going to do, and like I said, I've just been training Wayne, and I said, this is what I'm going to do for the podcast, mm. give him a sort of um, well, a bit up. of clickbait, because the, number, the numbers went a wee <laughs> we bit don't have down to worry at about, Christmas. We don't have to worry about him, him listening there, do we? No. He's the first in the queue. No, he said he's got 30 minutes of death left. <laughs> <laughs> Sounded at least wrong, it's not 30 it? minutes of life left. I mean, yeah. that... So what I was going to do today, and this would have really 
I think this would have I think this would have taken you to the edge using your uh-huh. earlier analogy. Yeah. Was I was going to when you'd set up all the equipment, was going to ask you to leave the room. Right. And then come back in. Right. You know the time when I went to the toilet that time? Yeah. That was quite that, <laughs> that was, one time yeah. I went to the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it was quite humorous, wasn't it? One of the earlier pods, I disappeared to yeah, look, look at the and, sign. Yeah, and you couldn't find where the light switch was. No, because you told me, shall I go and do the light switch? And I went, no, I'll be fine. Yeah, I've got one at my house. Yeah. You know, one of those yeah. usual comments. Yeah. So what I was going to say to Amos, was I was going to ask you to leave the room. Right. You were then going to walk in the door. Uh-huh. And I was going to go, Naked? what fucking time do you call this? <laughs> and to get into our... Oh, to kind of you got come to get... into training, okay? Because getting... um, this needs to be flagged up. Your timekeeping has become tardy. What the fuck is this? Well, it has. You used to be one of my <laughs> one minute beforehand. Yeah, and I, then I slipped into one minute past. Yeah, and you sit in your motor with the engine running. No, I don't. With the heater on, you do. Yeah, I can do. hear the little rumble of your double exhaust. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can hear us on the podcast as well, probably, yeah. can't you? Yeah. Yeah, so maybe... All right, is this your way of having a pop at me for my tardiness? No, but that's that was the joke when you came back into your own to, fruit to, room. To get into character, get is that into what you're character, saying? Yeah. Okay, right. So I'd be sat in I a corner. I can do that now if you want. I think the moment not you ever, Not passed. you ever go, what time is this? I'm normally apologising for, yeah. for my lateness. And you're like, oh, what? You're oh, shuffling oh, on yeah, your knees. Who are you? What? <laughs> The reason I suggested this, and I, I know you still got like some concern, is that the sort of working title was Garage Philosophy. And I've said it to a couple of clients that this is what we're going to do today. And it's to do what we do I'm at glad training. you had a discussion with everybody else apart from <laughs> me. I mean, I'm delighted with that. But it's, well, the two clients were clients who fall under the same verbose introduction. So when they walk through the door, they don't know what they get. They get a mouthful at. as well, do they? They get a mouthful. Unbelievable. So... Some kind of boot camp you're running, isn't it? <laughs> kind of. It's more like a sort of... Um, Morning, Mark. Shut up! It's, yeah, it's more like a sort of Pol Pot regime, isn't it? That yeah. I'm out in I the woods. Know, I don't know why I come. <laughs> it's pretty miserable. <laughs> Actually, it was miserable this week. It was hard on Thursday. We'll come to that in a minute. Well, you were bloody Peter Powter, weren't you? <laughs> <laughs> <Awesome>. <laughs> yeah. Is that a thing? Is that a character? It's a character, yeah. From what? It's, a, it's the new guy in research. Oh, right, right. Just coincidence, that's his name. Colin's replacement? Yeah. Okay. I also referred to Colin by the wrong pronoun, didn't I, last? That's what he was. I said he's. He, he is he this week. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. Okay. He's got it on his Twitter. Okay. Him, his. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. You, so, so get, you're telling everyone, uh, apart from me, actually, what yeah. we're going to be doing in this pop. I just wanted this to be impromptu and just to almost be a recreation of what happens when you come to training okay. when I can't be asked to train you. And you're quite happy to chat rather yeah. than lift. Yeah, yeah, Those weights are so cold at the moment. Mm. It was minus one today in the garage. Paint and that's with the, the heater fingers. on. Mm. I did say to someone today who came in and I, who has a very, very good eye for detail and an immaculate house and great interior design. Mm. And I went, he said something like, I'd have this another This place heater. is a shithole. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he said something about PT and I said, if, if you were a PT, your garage wouldn't look like this. And he looked around with like disgust. It is... That's right. It's like a spare room, isn't it? Really, it's, it's it takes spit and sawdust even you know down what? a level. It could okay. be nicer. That's right. That's I'd, my office. I don't judge. No. So yeah, it was just about what happens when you turn I'll go up. I can put is, my shorts on if you want, and you know, get into character your scarf, properly. You're yeah, bit, you're a bit Doctor Who esque. With my car, I walk up training. with my scarf. <laughs> yeah, I actually started training in it. I take then I get halfway through and take it off. Didn't yeah. I? Do you ever do that in bed? Get in bed with <laughs> everything on and yeah, a coat every night. 
You don't, do you? <laughs> of course I don't. Never? Well, get into bed. I'm not fucking... Do you never get into bed with like... I've got central your... heating. It's a modern house. But still with all your clothes on and then take them off under the covers. No, what? Why? Because I'm embarrassed? What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. what do you mean? Is this another insight into you and your, no, 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 and your just, night regime? I'm just thinking it might happen to you on some occasions, but if it doesn't... So you get in because you're cold and then take stuff off as you get warmer? Not particularly because I'm cold, just I'm comfy in what I'm wearing. Okay. It is weird, isn't it, how we kind of get undressed and dressed for bed, isn't it? Does mm-hmm. that, do you think about that? I think about it probably too much. Go on then, run through. Well, it's this thing where some people have showers before they go to bed because they don't want to get the, the bed dirty. There's someone I know who probably listens to this that does that. And okay. they think it's pretty gross that I don't have a shower before I get into bed. and think it's weird getting all sweaty in bed and then getting up and having a shower. So all the grime and dirt from the day is applied to your bed sheets, which I could kind of make sense. Yeah, yeah, no, I get that. Um, you just think, why don't you just sleep in the same things? If you put your pyjamas on, you're just putting stuff on that you've worn numerous times. But you get up every day and wear fresh clothes. I haven't really thought this through too much because I'm clearly not prepared no, for anything. No, no, I'm with but, you. you know, there's no, this I'm kind totally of, I don't know you. what, now I don't know what the kind of order is. I think the order would probably be to get into fresh everything every single night, wouldn't it? Fresh yeah. fresh clothes, yeah. fresh pyjamas, yeah. nightwear, whatever you want to do fresh sheets the idea of wearing anything in bed although i've just said i'd go in with a coat i'm getting uncomfortable no no but i would never ever wear anything in bed like once that's taken off pajamas would just like freak me out it's like the socks and <laughs> earplugs like, like clothes yeah, no seriously <laughs> the idea of wearing any just material clo- just clothes no you're in a bed you know so right are you a naked sleeper yeah oh, this is, it's too much we've gone, we've gone too far already but Hold on, you get into so you get into bed with your basically your coat on and then and headphones and hat. But basically, as you're dressed now, just you, yeah. you take your shoes off. I mean, I just want to get an idea of standards. Generally, <laughs> okay, right. <laughs> it's been known, right, to keep them <laughs> yeah. on, right? Okay, maybe flip flops, but yeah, you're an animal. Walking you're boots. an animal. You know so that. then, get undressed under the covers. Then maybe walk and and then by the t- by the morning, you wake up and you absolutely start bothered naked, right? Yeah. Okay, but yeah, but you might have left a sock on or something. I mean, no. Just because of the weighted blanket, it's often difficult to get all the clothes <laughs> out of the bed. Oh no, Mark! So you no, might have bits of all your all your clothes are in the bed. Just debris. <laughs> Unbelievable! But this is a real insight. One thing that I'm genuinely scared of, and I know you're going to go. Oh, you're just trying to be edgy on the introduction. Yeah. And I don't think you remember that I did. I tell you that the most successful project I ever ran was called the Edge Project. I think you did. I'd said, but I don't think you've remembered it. Mm. It was the thing with the little yellow triangles on the envelopes. Yes, you did tell yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah, I think I actually edited it out of the podcast when we were talking about the envelopes. Did you? I think you did. I think we did record it. I love what you edited. It out. was that miserable. I know. <laughs> yeah. Mark talking Ooh. about brown envelopes. God's gone. This will get the numbers up. <laughs> yeah. um, so one of the things I do have a fear of. I remember we did leave it in. It was for the prisoners. Yeah. Um, yeah. Opening... Good news. Mail. Yeah. And then, of course, you came up them. with your smart ass. Well, I've just done some research and there is one thing that comes in a brown envelope that is good news. I didn't speak like that. It's a tax rebate. <laughs> you do. You're like oh, bloody this Prince is This is warming Harry. up nicely now. You're getting all... Prince Harry. Getting all spiteful. Um, you leave him alone. So the... a ginger. That's what I've worked out why I'm so protective of him. <laughs> he's, another, he's a brother from another mother. You listened to their thingy, didn't you? I did, yeah. Did you listen to the bit where their child speaks? No, I no, I couldn't get that far because it sounded really? great. And then they go, "Well, we've done some um, audio diaries. The first one was Elton John. I'm coming. Come, I'm not relate. I'm, this is not relatable. Okay, you know what I mean? He's what, a, seven, he's, a seven, he's a seventy year old billionaire, right? And then there's a couple of other people. I was like, I'm just, I just want to listen to them. I don't want to listen to one of your ones. Was there, um, Brini Butterface, the one that you listened oh, yeah, to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Brené, Brené Brown? Yeah, she wasn't big until you mentioned her. No, I know, right? Everyone's talking about yeah. her. Everyone's listening to her. That's the word on the street. Right, there we go. I'm trying to bookmark what you were saying before. but um, Sorry, I've got it in my head. I won't forget it. Okay. Yeah, I kind of, I like their tone, like we said. I like what they were saying. I like the kind of intro, the way they did it. And they just went in. I just, I want to say, you know, it's their first one. I just checked out. I'm like that with books. If I don't like the first three or four pages, I'm gone. Yeah. But you like Barack. Them. Barack's got that to come. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big old book to 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 ditch if I don't like the first four pages. That talking of which was the and I've still got the bookmark, but talking of which that fact I gave you whenever I gave it to you about the new book that I bought about the myths and magic of coincidences and yes, flukes yes, yes. and said I hate introduction and it's preface, isn't it? It's not preface, preface. Mm. I really it's just like no, get to the get to the story. Um, oh, that was right, because you said you were skipping through the prefect. You know, you'd normally rattle through that, wouldn't you? Or just ignore you, it. But you read it, you thought, no, I'm going to... The I'm author's gonna... made the point, Yeah, but I'm I, so I'll read one page. And you came across the infinite monkeys, didn't yeah. you? Yeah. And the book is about coincidences. Mm. And you were like, oh my God. That's a coincidence. This book's amazing. <laughs> and I looked down. It's a sign. And there was a troop of chimps. <laughs> was there? Yeah, they, they were on Apple Macs, though, not typewriters, oh, so it didn't okay. even really... No ink problems then. So the problem I have with <laughs> wearing stuff in bed, and you're going to look at me and go, you're just saying this to be... I thought you'd said it. All right. I no, no, no I haven't. A bit. Okay. It's socks and earplugs, duly. You mean at the same time? Yes. Just duly. <laughs> I thought you said jewellery. Well, you just put all your jewellery on <laughs> and wear your socks. Yeah. Earplugs. Earplugs and socks on at the same time. Dangerous what, application. For... Dangerous what? Dangerous yeah. suffocation. I don't know what you mean. Suffocation? It's a thing. People have a fear, and I have a fear, that if you wore socks... I wouldn't ever wear socks in bed, but if I did wear socks in bed, well, and I had earplugs in to, 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 to cancel out noise, yeah. my fear would be of suffocation. No, I'm lost. It's a thing. Well, in case you suddenly take your sock off and shove it in your mouth. <laughs> and hold your nose. I mean, what? What? What do you no. mean suffocation? Go on. Well, just Let's back up. Beep, 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 beep. Great, from the beginning. Have you ever been when, when the Securicore van goes... This vehicle's reversing. No, 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 when it's like under attack. They have it when it's under attack. Oh, God, what happens? Please phone 999. This vehicle is... <laughs> under, yeah, it's under attack. Yeah, and everyone looks around and goes... Help! Someone else will Help. do it. <laughs> I'm under attack. Yeah. Help! Um, Go yeah. on, suffoc- why are you going to suffocate? Or what do you think you're going to suffocate? I just don't like that combination. That combination of having my toes, like, covered and my ears unable to... Hear... Yeah, I know they don't breathe strictly. Why don't you not wear socks then? It's going to freak you out. I, w- I don't wear socks ever, no. But that combination... Oh, I'm really confused now. <laughs> I wouldn't... So you don't... Okay, so you, you, there's not... I don't have earplugs you don't do, either. So you won't have... Oh, so you, won't have, you don't have a fear of, of, of suffocating I've because you don't fear. wear socks. Right. Have you ever done that to see even if it is... Why would I risk my own life just to prove a theory? No. never heard of that. It's got to be a myth. That's got to be an urban myth. I think one of my biggest urban Socks. myths, and people still argue and say it isn't an urban myth, and ironically, it's been changed. It's going to be made into um, either a film or um, a comedy sort of sitcom for TV. Is the Bristol Zoological Gardens car park attendant? Yeah, that is a it's a total story. urban myth, myth, but it's oh, a it is an urban myth, hundred percent, hundred hundred percent. I bought, great I bought story. that for years. Yeah, that's why it's it been made told into recently a film. At work. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Do you want to just, I'll, I'll let you do a little bit of research. You can just read it out to the listeners. No, I'm not going to do that. I was looking okay. at something else. All right. I wasn't being rude. Well, kind of being rude. So 
I put in... Right, do you want to tell the story for our in, in listeners? A nut, in a nutshell, do it. how I understand it is that for many, many years, so Bristol Zoological Gardens, or the zoo, they have a sort of fairly rough and ready car park outside, mm-hmm. which is a bit of sort of wasteland, really. Yeah, it's it not is. really a car park. And then some people park on the downs, and over the years there's been like, oh, they shouldn't park on the downs, or it's an overspill, blah, blah, blah. The urban myth was that this guy who used to go around issuing tickets and collecting the money... The zoo thought Bristol City Council had employed him. And Bristol City Council thought it was the zoo. Yeah. And this guy had just taken it upon himself For to... Like 30 years of... And is now a millionaire. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and he bugged off to the Bahamas. And it's a, gra- <laughs> it's a great urban myth. And you can see it, like, happening. Yeah, but it, You kind of want it to be true yeah, as well. Yeah. It's believable because someone comes up to you and gives you a ticket... And this is the day before automation, so you wouldn't expect it yeah, was the day he, he when you came around with a little satchel. Yeah, and, and you a gave big roll. Money. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that lovely sort of cardboardy paper that you had for tickets. Do you know what I mean you just pulled it off? It was kind of quite rough paper, wasn't it? Yeah, like, like a, almost a sort like of dark, blot, like blotting paper. Yeah, or a dark blue. So yeah, that's an urban myth. Can we just go back to the suffocation bit? I'm really it's okay. puzzling me. Okay, I've just imagine, it. just imagine if the man in buried buried. Imagine if he'd been in that position. What, had his socks on? Someone had nicked his and bell, it, he was in the coffin, and he had socks and earplugs in, and he couldn't get to his feet. Right. He wouldn't be able to anywhere in a coffin, would you? You wouldn't be able to touch your feet. You could take different. your socks off with your feet. Yeah, okay. What, I suffocate? I don't understand. Is it a thing? I, I can't find anything. Is it not I on the internet? it's just your thing. No, that means it's not true. Um, I know it's not true. <laughs> it says dis- disadvantages of sleeping. No, not obviously you're not going to just suffocate. Well, someone might do. Someone probably has done from suffocating whilst wearing those those two items. However, I'm saying what isn't isn't true is the idea that if you do, you're more likely to suffocate or the idea that you're going to suffocate because of those two things. It's the same as jumping on a drain three times. Lots of people do that, don't they? What, what is your fear? That you're not going to be able to breathe? Yeah. But for, for what reason? Because of socks and earplugs. Yeah, but you haven't got to the point of what it is. If there I isn't a reason, that's just your thing. You've got a thing. I just think it's a lethal have combination. Have you ever had to explain? Lethal co- Why? You're not answering my question. You're like a politician. <laughs> what is the fear of wearing socks and earplugs and suffocation, Tell, or is it just is it just one of that you've just associated I, when you have you've never thought about it? I haven't taken it to its natural conclusion, but it, that's the, the argument I would make. Going back to the drain, you know, sometimes you'll jump on a drain drain three times. Lots yeah. of people, I know people do. I don't. Yeah, right. So, I understand that people do. So, for example, when, and, and I'm also saying you can tell I really don't want to dwell on this very long, but. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Really, if you've just gone, that's just a thing. I've. I've thought. I'm mean, cool. But if it's something that you've heard about, or, or we go, no, it's because I can't hear myself breathing, or I feel hot, and I don't know what. I'm trying to put the two things together. I just think so it's just you, a feeling. I think it's so just. So a if, guess. if you had your earplugs in and no mm. socks on, would you be all right? Yeah, because that's what I do when I'm doing meditation at night. So yeah, I'm cool with that. Okay. I just think the combination. It just worries me, and I think it's the bit about you jump on the drain three times and someone says, "Oh, don't be stupid. The world won't come to an end." Right. If you don't jump on the drain and I'm going, I've jumped on the drain and we're all okay. Right. So it's like, I haven't used the combination of earplugs and socks and I'm right as rain. I just wouldn't, I'm just trying to, I just can't join the dots up, but that's all right. There's other people. Maybe I'm not meant to. No. Please write in if there's other people going, oh my God. (laughs) It's so desperate. The only person we want to write in is someone who's as deranged as myself. Because someone could like, just not like, you know, sleeping completely naked, Mm. likes the feeling of having socks on. Yeah, and then randomly goes, oh, I'll Ooh, just listen no- to Neighbours are of... noisy. Yeah. And then puts the old things in. Yeah, next <laughs> coroner. <laughs> okay, we'll move on then. I just, it's I thought right. that I was, was more to... common. I thought when you internet, I thought there was going to be forums. And when everything. I interneted it. Interneted it, the verb to internet. 
oh god i get all hot because i was getting all anxious we're about normally that. deeper our garage philosophy is normally deeper isn't it we normally let's, um, let's talk about current affairs let's just like what's okay go on then all right here's one <laughs> i'm totally in that mood come on then you you yeah, brought, bring on the it lack, on. You're, you brought on the lack of <laughs> lack of structure let's be having it i will send this to you for the listeners someone did this map of the world right based on some research done recently yeah. and in that research they listed oh shit i haven't really this is how well i haven't researched it oh, yeah. so I did my told you so dance in a minute and i <laughs> you're looking for a told you so theme tune <laughs> so basically <laughs> right wait there wait on what about that for a picture yeah that is cool thank you that looks like a peregrine falcon i think it's it? a seagull isn't it i think a seagull seagull <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. george <laughs> what george george what oh no that's seagull steven seagull oh is it <laughs> <laughs> come on i don't do films your thing the other day i'm gonna have to sit you, you down and you're watching a great american actor george seagull it's a map of the world yes uh, people were asked in every country in the world to pick from groups of people they would not want as neighbors Okay. Okay. They were free to give whatever answer uh-huh. they wanted. And when they looked at the percentage of people who basically said, I don't want someone of another race, mm-hmm. I guess colour, yeah. living next to me, mm-hmm. they collated those results mm-hmm. and then coloured in the map, which I'm showing to you now, to signify the percentage of people who said they didn't want someone of another race next to them. Okay. And why I think this is interesting is that top of the pile mm. was North America and Canada. Right. Only 0 to 5% listed people of the, a different race being next to them as being a problem. Okay, right. So that's a very positive thing. Yeah. And then when you look at the map of the rest of the world, so if I'm just holding this to you, the bluer it is, the lower the numbers. So Australia is 0 to 5, uh-huh. same as North America was. Yeah. Good old UK. Mm. And up there most of the scandy scandy mm-hmm. and i'd sort of think apart from maybe america and britain you'd maybe go maybe that's more surprising i think i would have gone because i love finland i would have gone you know swindland swindland swindon <laughs> well, what, how was swindon on the map <laughs> the magic roundabout <laughs> i can't say it now but the song for the bristol rovers sing for um for swindon it. no no, got my beeper, it's, no it's got a word i don't like um <laughs> So I always just mumble it when I'm singing. I'm hurling abuse at opposition fans, but I mumble the rude word. (laughs) Um, So yeah, so North America, UK, Scandi countries and Greenland, and Australia and New Zealand. And I'm thinking, fair play, those are the countries that are 0 to 5%. And I'm just going to show you this now and test your geography. So behind the UK, sorry, under the UK, what's the country in pink? It looks like um, France to me. So when they asked... Le Francais, 20 to 30% said that they wouldn't want to have neighbours of people of another race. Right. Now, that was quite frightening to me. 20 to 30% mm-hmm. would actively admit mm. on a survey mm. that they didn't want that. So I just thought this was a really interesting map. <sighs> so that's my deeper meaning for. It's good. It's good. <laughs> I liked it. I just thought you might have an opinion on it. Well, I guess your opinion is you're quite shocked about that. I guess that that, that we've had a, a year with riots based explicitly on race, mm. mainly in North America, and I guess the UK would probably be second in terms of the amount of protest. I mm. mean, Black Lives Matter has gone to other countries, but not to the same degree. Yeah. Yet the two countries where there's been the most protests are the two that, according to this research, have the most sort of accepting 
responses to that survey, which I just yeah. thought was interesting. Mm -hmm. Anything tickled your fancy in the news? Because normally we, there might be something. Was we something feel... tickled my fancy on Twitter earlier? Yeah, talking about stats, COVID stats, mm. and someone put every year in the UK, roughly a hundred thousand people die for any reason within twenty-eight days of a haircut, <laughs> <laughs> which I enjoyed immensely. And then someone put that up, and everyone just you know you can imagine all yeah. the people going, "Oh, it's such bad taste." It's yeah. like it's literally what you've been told. There's, there's you know a, what I mean? yeah. There's another Twitter that went slightly further than that, which also made me think, and again got trolled to death was the number of people dying within 28 days of the vaccine. Yeah. And that does someone make came you up think. And say, yeah, some, someone um, in the same thread, well, just before that, there's a woman said, um, he said, in the UK, about 300 people per year die after falling out of bed. Should we sleep on the floor? And then one in six people who die of lung cancer don't actually smoke. Hmm. Um, Was there numbers should... on the earplug socks? No, I'm not sure. No, they've, um, they haven't got those stats in yet. I wonder if the people falling out of bed... Well, that's the correlation. Without, we're wearing socks and earplugs. Struggling to get their socks off, <laughs> fell out of bed. And the earplug went um, straight through. Yeah, the plug, weighted blankets as well. Yeah, some people were getting really upset and they were just saying, look, you know, it's just how the, the government, it's an example of how the government are using language to yeah. and, and statistics to kind of to, to twist things. There's um, somebody I follow called Paul Embry and he was mm. um, ex-trade uh, unionist in the fire service, fire brigade, is quite outspoken um he's a labor supporter but i think from what i've read he's just written a book called despised that i'm going to i'm going to read mm. um and i follow him because when i think i've mentioned this yeah, before we've talked about him before yeah. when he he mentioned something about an mp there's a there's a tweet tete-a-tete -tete with um yeah about probably. virtue signaling i'm sure that was him yes and i think he did some of the stuff so on the, the sainsbury's that we right, did yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 totally yeah, that's where that came yeah, from we have brought him up so i follow him for two reasons i don't necessarily share all his views but i want to undo my confirmation bias because i recognize i'm following some people and who, who subscribe to your worldview yeah, and I like being told what I like to like other what people. You like know, and you know yeah. what you like. Yeah, and I had a discussion today with somebody at lunch around the environmental effects of eating meat against oh, right. eating plant. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and it came from a video I saw of um, a university that is now doing 3D, and this this blows my mind. You might be able to uh, help. Three, food printing? Yeah, mm -hmm. so 3D printing. I don't, it's like the sorcerer's new whatever saucer sauce <laughs> what's good for the sorcerers good for the gander no it's how how what is 3d printing what i don't what get it, it? i see it i see things happening and yeah. they're going oh we're going to create a pair of scissors from yeah like what does it all mean how do they get the paper that sharp <laughs> Okay, I don't I, get I, it. There's part of me going, I think he's serious. <laughs> there's a degree of seriousness, I'm not totally. <laughs> I expected a giggle, I didn't expect you to. Then, then, it, then it got into a nervous kind of, oh my God, he's looking at me like I've got to have to explain it's not paper. So they're doing 3D plant-based meat substitute. And I think this went well with something we said so a couple of podcasts So you just print a, a plant-based burger for your tea. No, no, it isn't a burger. It's literally a joint of beef. And it has the stri it, looks, it, it has like the striations mm -hmm. of fat and muscle within it. But it's just made out it. of pond weed or something. Yeah, yeah. And so I was speaking to someone about. But we're back this. into that thing, aren't we? And I think I might have cut a lot of it out of one of, one of the episodes. You said I don't think vegans really want to be reminded of shredded pig yeah. flesh. Yeah. When they're buying their tofu or whatever, or mm. their 
But they obviously do. But this is yeah. A, but there's like they're, they're now they're printing. Yeah. Because we can't comprehend that it might print the thing it's made of. So say it's made of peas, right? Yeah. This you could have a giant pea, couldn't you? Really? Yeah. Why does it have to be a fucking joint of meat? Yeah. But to have the striations what they're of trying to prove, I think we, can, like I think our imaginations can stretch to imagine. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That it's a replace. We don't. It doesn't have to look like the thing it's replacing. It's no. so weird. But to get this, in, you can get a burger. Okay, it looks like a burger's a burger. It's a patty. It's just a shape. Yeah. But to have and these joints. But then to call it. Yeah, uh, but they're they're based on actual joints, different joints of but you're beef. Like, yeah, but so you're saying they're putting you're, they're putting the, what the marbling of the, the marbling of the fat in muslin. Yeah. Why? It's so, so weird, isn't it? We just can't move. We can't shift. Yeah. So why I'm saying, and I've mentioned this before, that I follow people who are either undo my confirmation bias or try and I'll give them an opportunity to sort of have a go mm-hmm. at me. Yeah, yeah. Or my thoughts. And had a discussion with someone at lunch today and we were talking about the environmental effects. And we were talking about vegetarianism and he said, well, the one thing is, of course, that the one thing you can say whether you're going to do it on a moral basis or not mm. is you can't sort of dispute the environmental effects. And no, I went, true. like, what? What do you mean, true? What? What? You can't dispute that of course you meat can. production is no contributing to the planet's demise. Too right, I can. What are you saying? What are you calling bullshit on that? Yes. Really? Yeah. Okay, go on. I'm just going to give one very curated example. Okay, cool. The guy that presented this is a guy called Sean Baker. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of respect for him. Carnivore. And he's one of my confirmation bias you know, allies. Yeah. He's involved with a farm in America. And one of the things is that when you look at things that the government put out around, oh, meat gives you cancer, doesn't, end of, it doesn't, per se. What happens is that a lot of research puts meat alongside with processed foods. It has a coverall situation. Mm-hmm. So this guy said... I'm going to compare some plant-based agriculture with some grass-fed beef. Mm-hmm. And what he did was show in a video the two processes. Mm-hmm. And on the right, there was, I don't know, 40 cattle. Mm. The farm, and I know this is the exception, and I know everyone's going to go, well, what about all the poor pigs that are shoved into pens and the, the, the calves that yeah, are force-fed yeah. for veal? But on this example, yeah. grass-fed beef, prime beef. On the right-hand side, there was a, a lovely big field Mm -hmm. it had trees in it and it had bushes all all the way around there was massive infrastructure of animals so there was birds nesting Mm -hmm. there was insects there was flowers the element of death in terms of physical death would be the cattle Mm -hmm. at the end of whatever period they would be taken away and slaughtered but that piece of real estate yeah was a vibrant habitat Mm -hmm. for animals i know people are going to say well there are going to be lots of Oh, there's loads like, of caveats. Like you just said, that there's animal welfare, then yeah. there's going to be mass production. Yes, yeah. And, and people are going to go, well, bad, 40 bulls are killed, just and, a minute. <laughs> and, ban, and bad practice, of course. Yes. And then you're taking a light. There's a lot of, as you're talking, there are a wealth of exactly. other things popping out. And I know I'm creating a utopian dystopian. Yeah, I want to, I want to live there, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> the birds and the bees. So, yeah, perfect world carnivore uh-huh. against not perfect world agriculture. But the point they were saying is, and people are going to go, because they've seen that documentary on um, Netflix yeah. that had a load of there's, misinformation. There's Cowspiracy, which is about yes. well, milk and food production. There's also yeah. What the Health. And if you look at Cowspiracy, they basically look at the worst type of farming. So if I've taken the caveat of looking at like... Well, of course they do, in, but, yeah. it, but it's also, I think the point is, it's en masse. 
But that was shown. That was shown in the UK, and there was outrage. That doesn't happen in the UK. There aren't farms of a hundred thousand cattle. That we, we're back into this. This is not pointing fingers at countries, or you know, if you look at overall, there's a, there's a big problem that needs to be addressed. No, but there was people in this country are having seen cowspiracy and then go, "Oh, I'm going to give up beef." And it's like there's a farmer down the road who's going, "Come and visit okay, my cows yeah, in the lovely." But like so, I said, there's there's then you get into kind of. Gradations. Yeah, uh, micro kind of, but yes. So this is to prove my point, and I accept you can pick any hole in the world with this. However, yeah. what this guy said was, those 40 cattle are going to die. Yes, their shit is going to create greenhouse mm-hmm. gases massively, massively overestimated in my view, because if you look at the changes in lockdown, it's pollution that's making the biggest problem and cars. It isn't cattle, and I know those documentaries were really it's not digging. just about pooing rivers but i see where you're going yeah you're going to deforestation as well yeah and also the the point that was being and, made and, and all your sorry all your kind of biodiversity being dis, being destroyed by de- deforestation yes and all the shit going into the rivers and when you start to pile all those things on top of each other but deforestation now is to create soy not cattle because no it's no it's no it's not to graze cattle it's to grow the crops to feed the cattle that we're eating but it's also growing soy for humans as well. Yeah, but more more food gets eaten by animals than it does by humans. Totally agree. Totally Which agree. is the kind of, they're looking at it going, I'm here to tell you about? a story. I don't want no, you to no. pick holes in it. No, <laughs> I wouldn't dream of it. <laughs> the point I'm making. I'm happily a, on my fence, thank you. A, <laughs> looking over going, yeah, come on. Grass is always greener. <laughs> yeah. The point I'm making, I'll get to the point, no, is right. that one of the things was the death of animals. And mm. so... The death of animals in the field next door, which was growing plant-based whatever, yeah. is many, many times more than the 40 cattle. Well, just and naturally dying, you mean? No, because in the harvesting, basically the massive combine harvester comes in. Yeah. And and so one of the pictures... Oh, you mean kills all the bug, the, flat, the birds and the bees? No, it kills foxes and badgers and bee, mice and mm. everything. And in this particular okay. position... When you talk about was, ecosystem, you know, finely balanced ecosystems. Yeah. yeah. So then we come into a hierarchy, don't we? It's like, mm. I don't want any animals dying, not on my watch. I'm yeah. going to be little one, A couple of little tiny shrews. Yeah. We can, and that takes not a big us, moo cow. Exactly. But that takes us right back to our effective altruism, yeah. is that if I can see some... It's like people who go, well, I'll eat most meats, but I won't eat lambs because they're cute. Yeah. That's the point I'm making. I mean, I, that, I don't eat cats or dogs. No. Right? that i'm aware of and that's a moral <laughs> i've been to some dodgy restaurants at yeah. that time it is yeah i can't say i love animals that much no because i eat the bloody things but the point i'm making is that you know, if a i cow, was to a say a cow is no different to a to a dog or a cat no if i had a pet one i'd be i'd probably be you know more likely vegetarian you know what i mean but why would people's loyalty be well i don't care that next door four foxes and 120 mice are killed is, no you're right is it somehow that they do matter less and i think they do i don't think people would care about a mouse dying as much as they would about a little baby lamb no people put traps out for mice all the time yeah so. no i think you're right yeah guess, there is i and guess the point i was saying if is we that, were just to take the hierarchy of animals which you know yeah you know what i mean we had 100 people and we all asked them you know we, we'd, we'd get a list wouldn't we? yeah pigs would be <laughs> top though wouldn't they <laughs> They'd care less about well george orwell oh. that's what i'm saying they were top of the don't know don't read is it if it's a film i'm in animal farm They've filmed, they've done a film version. (laughs) There is an animal farm we don't want to be talking about, isn't there? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. Is there? Yeah. Yeah, okay. That that would make you go off me. I haven't seen it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. no, I know what you mean. We're back into, you know, the the idealistic world, aren't we? If people can just behave themselves and think about it and plan and be respectful of of people's feelings and animals' feelings and welfare and, do you know what I mean? Yeah. 
I think the you, point you can't sit here and go, it's wrong to do that. It's right to do, you know, you can. The but... point, exactly. The point I'm trying to make is that I was just, I was giving one side of an argument and you can pick a hundred holes in it and oh, then yeah, I yeah, can yeah. pick a hundred holes back. So there isn't an infinite right or wrong. No, Let's try and no. do the best we can. With and if, you, if you're going to make a documentary in 120 minutes or whatever, you know, you can't do what I've done and sit on the fence. Merrily. No. You've got and to it have... depends and who thank... funds that documentary. Yes, of course. Yeah. The guy who directed it has just invested in the biggest plant processing um, factory in the guy who did Titanic. Oh, James Cameron. Yeah, mm-hmm. he directed that. Yeah, yeah. The um, one, he did what? Not conspiracy, but the other one he did. The Game Changers. Yeah, the Game Changers. Okay. So again, not seen it. Okay, but this is the one where they kind of they have all. The, I think you might have mentioned it because we might be talking about what the health. And you went, oh, he's just made one, and it's about bodybuilders going, look, I can just put on as much muscle as you know, and I eat straw. You know, is it one of those? Yeah, and they they did an interview because, with three marines that showed they had a um, a bigger and stronger and longer erection with plant based foods. Right. Okay. It ain't science. That's it's an odd one, isn't it? Because I think if you chose to give it give up meat and you had all the time and the energy and the understanding, you you, you know you could have a you know, you're not going to sit here and dispute the fact that you couldn't have a, a plant-based diet and not ingest all the all the, the right amounts of things or the same amount of things if you're on, say, a paleo diet or whatever it was, you know, mm-hmm. or just a, just a meat-based diet, correct? You're not sitting here going, there's no way you can get the same amount of protein and the same amount of minerals and because you can. I'm asking a question. I'm not kind of, I'm not chucking a shit bomb over the fence. But, the, but there are some things that you can't get from plants that, I would say you need from well, me. at all? No, at all, yeah. Right. So just going back to the James Cameron thing, mm-hmm. he, he directed that documentary, Game yeah. Changers. Mm-hmm. I had clients going, basically, I'm giving up meat because mm-hmm. did you know that? I think I remember you talking about yeah. it. And you were, and I'm you were going, quite worried about it. If someone put something out and it was the top watch documentary on Netflix. Yeah, well, I stopped drinking milk because of cowspiracy, but no, largely, yeah. but it also didn't agree with me. Yeah, and I re- and I, I watched that documentary and oh, that's why it doesn't agree with me because yeah. we're not men we're not men have it in our stomachs. You know? Well, you see, this is the problem. One of the arguments. No, like, would... well, that that worked for me. I'm I'm clearly not. It's not meant to be in my stomach. I'm not. I'm not sitting here going. It's not meant to be in any human's stomach. Okay, fine. But there was a doctor going. This is pretty much made to make little cows, big cows. Yeah. And I went fuck. I ain't, I ain't drinking that anymore because it makes me feel sick. Yeah. Right. So my argument. I wasn't was, sitting there going, I'm going to stop there because it makes small cows yeah. be big cows. I yeah. didn't. It was just like those two things came together and I went, okay, that sounds pretty cool. It's yeah. not for me. I can live without it. Yeah. I don't need anyway. to. One of the arguments was that this is unnatural. There's no other species that basically milk takes I the milk. Think, of I, think it, thing. I think it's but a there, fair there argument. Are, there are other species that do it. We've covered ants and aphids to name but one. Yeah. And there are other ones. There are other. Part of the reasons is, is that. that hippos can't create milking machines because of their lack of opposable thumbs so mm. but there are there's things in the wild where other animals yeah. use the milk of other and animals. there is that in you know i wasn't sure i was i kind of feel really really ignorant kind of admitting this but i think it wasn't that long ago when i realized that in order to get milk from cows they have to be permanently pregnant mm-hmm. didn't occur to me <laughs> it didn't occur to me yeah, I don't even, I'm, I must admit, I'm in the dark about the whole... But, but yeah. it makes, of course, yeah, because they make milk to feed, feed their young, yeah. so why wouldn't they be permanently pregnant? And that, just, that was kind of quite haunting to me. So just going back to James Cameron, this is mm-hmm. the point I'm making. We're watching The Game Changers, mm-hmm. and this is the point about everything can have rights and wrongs, truth and fiction, that, that this one sentence can be, you know, taken yeah. however you want yeah, to. Yeah. So James Cameron is participating in a £140 million plant-based protein company 
which once fully operational will handle 160,000 tonnes of organic pea protein. Pea protein was mentioned quite a bit. Mm -hmm. Global Ingredients Company has entered into a joint partnership with Verdiant Foods, owned by Oscar-winning film director James Cameron and his wife, environmental advocate and entrepreneur Susie Cameron. Somebody who's got massive financial gain to be made from people eating pea protein makes a documentary to advocate pea protein. It was an advert, Mm -hmm. and some of it was wrong. Some of it was correct, but some of it was wrong, in my opinion. But I don't see how you can have an unbiased documentary for someone who's just invested £140 million to produce something, and then he produces a documentary that advocates that that's the way forward. As we've been ambling, we're going to chop this in half. Yeah. It's choppable, isn't it? I think it's choppable. We've got lots more to talk about, so I think we'll spread it over two yeah that works. episodes and uh, and give people a break from our you know, yeah. our usual format it feels weird that we're kind of starting the year off differently yeah throwing the book roll book out yeah oh is that how a year's gonna be edgy you said it at the beginning didn't you yeah so we'll wrap this one up and we'll see you on the next episode yeah catch you in a minute see you in a bit bye bye <laughs>